G'day, I'm Tom Rigby and this is Market to Melrose. This is the second episode of a podcast by the North and West Melbourne News, an award-winning local newspaper published by the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre on Errol Street, North Melbourne. Ordered by Flagstaff Gardens to the south, Queen Vic Market to the east, Royal Park and the hospitals to the north, and Moody Ponds Creek to the west, ours is one of Australia's most densely populated neighbourhoods. It's a village right on the edge of Melbourne CBD, where people like living close to each other and within walking distance of everything. Each episode of the podcast includes a feature interview based on an article from the North and West Melbourne News, as well as a community notice board segment. Today's feature interview is with Ariel Valent director of the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre, also known simply as The Centre, and publisher of the North and West Melbourne News. The Centre is located at 58 Errol Street, North Melbourne. It's a not-for-profit neighbourhood house that has been running for 40 years. They've got tables and chairs set up on the busy Errol Street footpath every weekday for whoever might want to use them. And a volunteer is always manning the desk inside, available for a chat or some advice. There'll be some more info about how to get involved with the centre, including how to enrol in the many short courses they run, in our community notice board section right after the interview. One thing before we dive into our feature interview, we appreciate you listening, and if you like what you hear, there's three things you can do to help us get on our feet. First, please subscribe to the podcast so we can reach you every time we put out an episode. It's free to do, just hit subscribe in your favourite podcast app. Second, please leave a five-star rating. And finally, please leave us a review. Even just a word or a line shows newcomers that real-life humans have been enjoying the show. If you can't think of what to write, just say, love the pod. These three acts will take you about 90 seconds and we'll be eternally grateful. 90 seconds for an eternity? That's a pretty good deal, so get on it today. Soon after starting as director of the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre, Ariel Valent published the first of his regular columns in the Autumn 2021 edition of the News. He wrote that he wanted to develop the centre's program around the themes of progression, connection and expression. All of these themes come together in the Queensbury Cup, an event that is thoroughly for locals, by locals. The street party and billy cart race returns this year, promising to be bigger, better and faster. Contestants will launch their homemade vehicles from special starting ramps designed and constructed by the Peter Mac Men's Shed down a new, faster course that runs past the auction rooms. Also new this year, the recently reopened Courthouse Hotel will be running a bar on Queensbury Street. There will be music, a sausage sizzle, a dog show and craft activities for the kids. Trust me, you're going to love it. Now let's hear more about the Queensbury Cup from Ariel Valent. Yep, and it's got A-R-I-E-L, and the surname is V-A-L-E-N-T. And uh, what's your role here at the centre? So I'm the director. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've, I've been here two and a half years, and uh, we're now technically called the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre. And for people who don't know, what is the centre all about? So the centre has been here in North Melbourne for more than 40 years, and so our whole job is to respond to the needs of the community. So we have a particular focus on vulnerable and disadvantaged parts of our community, but we're also here for everybody. So if a community member has a need, whether it's, you know, there's someone downstairs who just needed to use a computer for a couple of hours, then we'll take care of that. 
if there's more serious things, then we'll, we will help and we will refer people as, as needed. But it's not just all about that kind of deficit needs. If people have an aspiration to bring something to fruition, then we'll also help make that happen. Oh, like what's an example of that? So events, so like street parties, we've helped people get together with their neighbours and create a little little event. Mm. Yeah, volunteering is another thing that we, we help a lot with. So people who are looking for opportunities to develop their skills or just get more experience or just give back to the community. There's, you know, a neighbourhood house, which is kind of the, the gene of what we are. Um, there's no kind of strict limits on what we do. Yeah, so we do a lot of adult education, you know, digital literacy. We're running programs in event management. Um, yeah, and we do some kids education, homework club, and we run a kids art class. And we run a, a newspaper as well. So putting out a quarterly community newspaper, completely volunteer driven. So yeah, it's really about just being part of the community, being available to the community and um, sometimes, you know, leading the community. And uh, how does the uh, Queensbury Cup sort of fit into the the role of the centre? So we see the Queensbury Cup as being like a peak event for the community. So not only are we kind of doing it for the community, we're hoping to do it with the community and essentially by the community. So we probably have close to 50 people racing down the street on the 21st of October and the vast majority of those are residents of North Melbourne, West Melbourne. So it's kind of giving an opportunity for the community to kind of give itself a present. So it's like, you know, put yourself on, on show. So, you know, the community choir is going to sing, um, there'll be local musicians, people get to, you know, race down the billy cart, but then, you know, we've got the school, local businesses are all kind of getting together. So it's really putting North and West Melbourne on show mm. um, for each other, principally. So you can go, oh, I see you walking down the street, but I never knew that you sang like that. And also that we can showcase North and West Melbourne as a precinct to um, all of the visitors who will turn up on the day as well. So 50 entrants this year? Well, we're up to 35, uh -huh. um, which is, we had, last year we ended up with 30, and we're tracking towards somewhere between 40. 50 is the cutoff, so yeah. Very exciting. Mm. Uh, we've got some returning entries, and including last year's winner, is coming back with the same cart. Uh, well, the family, I should say, is coming back with the same cart, mm -hmm. um, but also building a new cart. Mm. And then, yeah, other people are going going in for a second go, but then there's also a lot of people who saw the race last year and said, oh, I think I could do that. And um, they're putting their hands up for the first time. That's super exciting. I know that the Queensbury Cup is about more than uh, just the Billy Cart race. You transform the whole of the Errol Street area and I was hoping we could go outside and and have a look at the area and, and you could describe for me what it's going to look like on the day. Be glad to do that. Great. All right, let's head out there. And we're standing here on the corner of Errol Street and Queensbury Street and we're looking at the site of last year's Queensbury Cup which ran from uh, this corner 
down Queensbury Street. Now, I understand there's been a change this year. Is that right, Ariel? Yeah, that's right. We got feedback from our racers that the Queensbury Street hill was not steep enough. Uh, so not all of the carts could complete the course. So we went for the steeper hill, which is down Errol Street. So we're, we're running from the top of Queensbury Street this year and down past the auction rooms. And can you describe the course for me? Is it just straight down to Arden Street? No, well, that would be very dangerous. Um, and as a cyclist, I, I cycle down that hill uh, every day. And it was actually what, what inspired the whole idea of a billy cart race was me riding down that hill. And I thought, this hill is too steep to run unpowered. And that's why we chose Queensbury Street, because it's shallower. But um, given the feedback last year, we're going to start down past the jeweller and the barber shop and the auction rooms, and then a chicane across to like where Affinity Cafe is, and then another chicane back onto the left-hand side of the street. And then when you, then it gets quite steep, and then there's a sharp right-hand turn and through a little gap in the, in the grass median strip, and the finish area is just on the right-hand side, just near Mork Chocolatier. So plenty of thrills uh, for sure, hopefully not too many spills. Yeah, we, we hope that um, everyone will be able to complete the course safely and we're giving riders a chance for a practice run to make sure that they can, they can get, the, get the best use of their cart and make sure they can get down unscathed. When's that practice run taking place? It's all on the day. Um, yeah, so we close off the... We close off the street uh, from 5 o'clock in the morning and by 11 o'clock we should have all the hay bales in place and various fencing and so forth. So yeah, they can, they can start their runs from 11 a.m. Very exciting. So uh, apart from the racetrack, which we're looking down here at the moment, what else are we going to see on the day? Yeah, so if we just look over, over here by the town hall or just near the post office, it's going to be the World Kitchen stage. So it's a food demonstration stage. Uh, we're going to have local people. We've got Eritrean delights being cooked. We've got Cindy's Kitchen going to be doing some Chinese. We've got empanadas. And, and you, can, you can watch what's being cooked and then you can hear the stories behind the food. And then you can also uh, taste the food once it's done. Sounds amazing. Uh, let's take a little stroll away from this 7-Eleven. Uh, because the door is beeping every time it opens. And uh, what else can we expect on the day? Uh, so we got a main stage. So down Queensbury Street, just near Leveson Street, will be the big music stage. So that's a, a real variety of performances. So we've got local acts. You'll, have, you'll see local Vietnamese, Chinese, Eritrean dancers. Uh, we've got the local Sing Now Community Choir. And then there's a range of other performances from African star dance to Gusto Gusto, which is like real foot stomping music. And the night finishes off with Imi Owusu, who's a Ghanaian um, slash surf coast mix artist. Uh, is that street going to be blocked off too, down to Leveson? Yeah, Queensbury Street between Errol and Leveson will be blocked off and there'll be a kid's alleyway so if you know Lancashire Lane that's going to be become the kids area so kids will be able to make their own powered little cars and there'll also be food and drink so the courthouse are running a bar 
And so we licensed uh, quite a bit of the, the area this year. And Rotary will be doing a sausage chisel. And there'll be yeah heaps of different options for people to eat through the day and the night. Something for everyone. So uh, you, you mentioned that you learned uh, from last year that the course was not steep enough. Uh, what else did you learn from last year and, and what other sort of major changes will we see? Well, there's a lot lot we learned, yeah. Um, uh, probably in relation to the start of the race, we're going to change how the race starts. So last year we, we experimented with what's called a Le Mans start where participants run towards their vehicle, jump in and then start. This year we've, uh, the men's shed, Peter Mac men's shed has built two ramps. So Racers will put their vehicles in the starting ramp and then jump in and then it'll be kind of ready, set, go and the little gates will come down and the carts will will roll off down the straight. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Did I hear something about special viewing areas? Yeah, that's right. So so this year we are offering uh, what we call race day packages. So whilst the whole event is free, if you want to secure yourself a premium spot and watch the, either the start or the end or the last corner where, you know, the spills might happen, uh, then you're able to do that. And we've, we've kind of put together a great package with food and drink and merchandise and a precinct association bag. Um, and so, yeah, you can purchase one of those, which will get you kind of the first rights to stand in your chosen spot. How would people get one of these packages if they were interested? So everything's um, available from the website, so queensburycup.org.au. Uh, well, I am very excited about this year's Queensbury Cup. Last year was a heap of fun. Um, what time should people get down here on the day? So it's on from 1pm to 7.30pm. So the finals for the race are at 4 um, but the, the, the day is packed full, um, yeah, from 1, 1, 1 p.m. onwards. Can't wait. We're standing here on the shady side of the street, and uh, you look like you're a bit cold. So we might <laughs> wrap it up now. Ariel, thanks a lot for your time, and thanks a lot for all the work that you're putting into organising the Queensbury Cup. You're welcome, and thanks very much for doing this podcast. My pleasure. Thanks again to Ariel Valent. Director of the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre, for giving us some time out of a very busy day of organising for the Queensbury Cup. For more info about the day's happenings, including how to secure yourself one of those race day packages, go to queensburycup.org.au. That's Queensberry as in the fruit. Once again, queensburycup.org.au. And now it's time for our community notice board. Every Wednesday for the past month, the Europa Night Market has been bringing your favourite European street eats to Melbourne's iconic sheds at Queen Vic Market. Enjoy a smorgasbord of classic European street food with flavours from Central and Eastern Europe, the Iberian Peninsula, the Mediterranean and beyond. Then browse traditional wares, art and mixed trinkets. Plus enjoy a weekly rotation of traditional music, entertainment and Euro-inspired bars. With no entry fee, the only prerequisite is to come hungry and ready for a good time. Tonight, Wednesday 18th of October, is Iberian Night. Fiery flamenco dancers will ignite the night market with Spanish and Portuguese passion. Next week, Wednesday 25th of October, is Mediterranean Night. Be mesmerised by Greek folk songs that are sure to steal the spotlight. For more information, check out the Events and Tours tab on the Queen Victoria Market website, which is qvn.com.au. 
That's qvm.com.au. Term 4 classes at the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre are open for registration. There's a wide range of classes including beginner's French, coding for kids, financial and digital literacy, visual storytelling, choral singing and yes, even podcasting. That's right, in the first weekend of December you can make your own podcast pilot. Learn about the storytelling craft, researching and synthesising information, presentation and interviewing, audio editing and podcast distribution. Costs $55 to enrol for two three-hour days of training, at the end of which you'll walk away with your very own podcast pilot. Just head to centre.org.au and go to the What's On section, where you'll find more information about the courses, including how to enrol. Thanks for joining us. Remember to subscribe, rate and review, and follow us on social media. We'll be back in a fortnight with a wrap-up of the Queensbury Cup. Until next time.